I've been taking <laughs> I've been taking segue lessons from Alexandra. I was gonna say it, but I mentioned it. Say it now. <laughs> I've been taking segue lessons from Alexander. Yay! <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Hey man, it's <laughs> the bitch cast. <laughs> I'm Alexander Price. Wow, what? <laughs> so many oh, things just happened. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg. <laughs> I'm Cece Maraschino. <laughs> People at home, I wish you had the visual of yeah. Alexander fully doing Janice from the Muppets, like head swivels. <laughs> It is very Janice. <laughs> she was the best Muppet man. <laughs> this feels offensive somehow, Alexander. I don't know what's How happening. many of the Muppets were stoned? I, the entirety of, of um, the band. Electric Mayhem, I believe is you're referring to. That sounds right. Fozzie. No. No, Fozzie wasn't hot. Fozzie is the type who would like get slipped a special cookie. <laughs> and yes. they'd be like, what's happening? <laughs> Yeah, he's far too anxious and self-aware. Too much of a pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> Waldorf and Stadler. Sam Eagle. <laughs> he got slipped a, a joint. A J. <laughs> Someone slipped me a Mickey. Waldorf and Stadler, you know what? In a weird way, that fits because they're watching something they hate. Yeah. They're just hanging out the whole you know, time. Stadler and Waldorf, I could actually see... Like you're just sitting there in the theater making jokes at other people's expense. And like... you think you're talking quieter than you are. Yeah, not giving a <laughs> shit. <laughs> that, that tracks for me. I can see Yeah, that. that works. I'm fine with that. Scooter. Oh, for sure. That's how he got his name. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wouldn't that be like speed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would that be? Alexander. What, wait, what do you think Scooter is slang for? Um, It's... Because he gets really paranoid and he always thinks the police are gonna, and he just has I to like, scoot. I gotta scoot. <laughs> Bye, Bo, I gotta scoot. <laughs> and then, um, Kermit's nephew. Why am I blinking on his name? That little, the little frog. Yeah, yeah no, I, I know. know. I, I want to know, like, I know I know his name and it's just not coming to me. Yeah, Kermit. No, <laughs> shut up. Normal. Normal. <laughs> Bermit for baby Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. Oh, God, Alexander, this is going to bother me for the rest Mer of the day. <laughs> Turkey. Christopher, while, while he was in California. Oh, yeah, because I had to go back. A few mm -hmm. weeks ago. Uh, his mother asked him to get her some edibles. Nice. Yep. Which was a new uh, thing. Apparently, she had had it before. When? I, I, I uh, like, relatively recently because mm. uh, my dad, while fighting cancer, got a um, a prescription Mm -hmm. uh this was when it was this is a little while back where it was not legal there it was just uh, only medical and they got some and they tried it out my dad hated it yeah <laughs> that tracks i mean you, you you knew him like he, he was of the personality of i'm gonna take a little bit if it doesn't hit me right away then this is pointless i'm gonna go get a scotch <laughs> that was his thing my mom kind of enjoyed it but okay um, okay this is probably ruins the story, but this is going back to something else. Um, one time when Alexander and I were at the house, my mom mentions like, oh, there was a whole bunch of police uh, over um, at the docks this like this past weekend. The because docks. People were, uh, yeah, because they live uh, by a beach. 
Yeah, no. And there's like one, that. and there's one main uh, like dock out there, and up uh, here. And they says, and there are a whole bunch of police because people threw a bunch of grass into the water. And I, and Alexander and I both sit, sat there going, wait, like they, what did they, th like they threw in, was it because it was littering? Did they, <laughs> in our head, obviously, we're thinking of lawn trimmings. This is the, this, our parents, I feel like, are the last <laughs> generation to do two things with regards to weed. <laughs> One thing is make their children procure it. <laughs> Yeah, yes. sure, sure. And the second is call it grass. <laughs> yes, and we my just, mom does the same thing. <laughs> it's confusing. Okay. Yeah, we were just staring at her for the longest time, trying to figure out what was going on. And all of a sudden, it just came to me. He's like, "Mom, are you talking about marijuana?" It's like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> She's like, "What would you call it?" We're like, "Weed, weed, pot." I don't know, marijuana, not grass. <laughs> but yeah, she. My mom uh, also gets offended when everyone, when anyone uses the word uses the word score as a verb when it doesn't <laughs> refer to drugs. Like if you listen to the radio and they say score some tickets, my mom is like, "No, only <laughs> grass." <a> <laughs> you know what? I'm almost. I'm actually kind of on her side on that. <laughs> So you procured her some edibles like any good son would. Yes, I did. And um, so the ones that I got were the 10 milligrams uh, ones mm -hmm. of uh, the THC. And did you get her like a cookie or a nice gummy? or They were uh, all gummies mm -hmm. because I got a couple different kinds to her try. And I decided it's like, you know what? This is not a good idea to give you this whole amount. So let's cut it up into pieces. And my friend Allison was over, and she basically just said, hey, Chris, why don't you just take a whole one? And it's like, fine, whatever, and I do. And we cut one of them into quarters, and my mom takes that. Mm -hmm. And this was the highest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and I don't know if these are particularly strong, or I'm a lightweight, or what the deal is. And, my, and I got to witness my mom be so incredibly high, but because it was a new sensation to her, not understanding what was happening, Oh no! And thinking I mean, she was okay, like she uh, wasn't paranoid or anything. But my favorite thing just fuck you up in a different way. They yeah. do, but so my friend Allison leaves, and the whole reason we were getting this first is that she starts sleeping better, and Great I could class. tell like like her she's holding her body in a completely different way. She seems really tired. It's like, hey mom, why don't you take the opportunity now? Go to bed. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, maybe I'm gonna watch some TV first, and so I go down to my room, and like an hour later, I'm still up. So I go up to the kitchen to get some water and I see her sitting in front of her laptop. The TV is off. So is the laptop. She's just <laughs> sitting and staring at an off laptop. And I was like, hey, mom, are you okay? He's like, yeah, just I was going to do some work. It's like, the laptop's off. It's like, oh, yeah. How long have I been sitting here? It's like, okay, mom, you're going to bed. It's like, no, just I, I'm just going to check some emails. It's like, okay, I go down. I'm still up an hour later and I come up and she's still sitting in front of this laptop. It's turned on now, but her hands are by her side. She's not doing anything on it. Um, it's like, mom, please, you should go to bed. It's like, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch some TV first. It's like, okay, whatever. I come up back up half an hour later and she's in the kitchen and has eaten an entire box of crackers. Yay. And, and, and she's just standing there going, I shouldn't have done that. It's like, Aww. no, mom. It's like, like you're fine it's like why don't you come downstairs with me and go to bed it's like yeah i guess so and the next morning she was looking for like crackers apparently she ate two boxes and didn't remember that <laughs> and she kept saying where's this box of crackers and i look in the trash and that's i love the thought of her being like constantly in motion while you're not there but just as slow <laughs> as possible 
like just raising one like, hand to open the laptop and it takes like a full 20 minutes <laughs> i love that but I, I made sure before i left that i then cut every piece into eighths rather than quarters yeah. just like okay mom like i'm i don't feel comfortable you being by yourself and being this high so well as my mother likes to advise you can always add more but it's very yep. hard to yep. take some out <laughs> that's a good mom uh, that was not in reference to drugs that's in like oh. adding spices to food yeah sure but it still applies <laughs> does your did your mom ever or does she ever well my really mom smoked a lot of weed when she was young mm. okay and then that, that fits when i moved to brooklyn when bob and i moved to brooklyn together Mm -hmm. uh i was like i really want to get high with my mom like mm -hmm, i knew she mm -hmm. used to do it a lot i was like we should do this together she's coming to stay with us for a weekend this will be fun like whatever so i got us weed and i was like really nervous about it and like a like a you know like a good host kind of way it's like yeah. oh are they having but like how's this experience for you yeah. whatever <laughs> um so you know we smoke and we're hanging out for a bit and like i probably like put on the beatles to make her feel more comfortable or something <laughs> And I was like, uh, so mom, how's it going? Like, how is this? Are you enjoying yourself? And she's like, yeah, yeah, this this stuff is really good. It's really mellow. It's not like giggle grass. <laughs> and that set you off. <laughs> giggle grass. <laughs> and so an hour later when you stop laughing. Yes. <laughs> well, I have a laugher while stoned. I think I was probably too worried about her having a good time to get fully high myself. Mm, sure. Mm. Edibles would be a next step, though, because you just don't, I feel like you just don't know going into edibles like yeah the no. kind of high or the amount of high like despite mm -hmm. however much is in there you could smoke the same amount yeah i yeah. think also because it's like going kind of basically like straight into your system mm -hmm. as opposed to through the pulmonary system and yeah mm -hmm. i don't know and also like i know i definitely have this problem where like sometimes i think i have fully inhaled and haven't so yeah. I won't necessarily get as high, except when you have an edible, it's like, nope. One of the times I've been most high ever was this past Christmas at my in-laws. And <laughs> my father-in-law had made cereal treats. Um, oh. He like, he had oil and he accidentally like broke his vial and he didn't want to waste it. So he put it into like a pan of cereal treats. Good. Good. <laughs> and I, I was really sick over Christmas with what I thought was like the worst flu I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, there's all these people here. I'm getting over being sick. I'm just going to like, there's like their neighbors who I don't know that well. I'm just going to like eat a treat, see what happens. And I got so high that I like had to go hide in my room and lie down. <laughs> I was like, just tell them all I'm still sick. <laughs> Hannah, did you have COVID? Yeah. No, seriously. Did you you? might have. I might have. I, I wonder now if I yeah. did. <laughs> I seriously do. But <laughs> beyond that, I was just so stoned. And then two days later, I was like, well, maybe it's just because like I still had a low, like maybe I was still coming off low the grade fever. fever. I'm going to try it again. And I eat another one and the same thing happened. <laughs> You're like, still like, sick. What did he put in these? <laughs> All the weed. Wait, did, did you know beforehand how much he had put in or no? Yeah. but the th So the thing is, I have this funny thing about weed with my father-in-law where for a long time he like would be very cautious when giving me weed he's like just take a little bit you don't know what's gonna happen and i'm like steve i smoke all the time like it's okay like you don't really have friends down here who smoke with you but i smoke so you, like you can calm down i'm all right and now he's very chill with me about it but this time i was like why didn't you warn me what's in this <laughs> <laughs> what did you give me <laughs> 
but yeah, I always have to have, um, whenever they come to visit us, I like stock up on edibles for him because he can't fly. With him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a good host. Yeah, exactly. Carlo Rossi for my mother-in-law, edibles for my father-in-law. <laughs> so for this week's sponsor, you know, we like to keep it in a theme. We like, to, you know, we like to kind of build our whole show around the sponsor. This is an experience. Yeah. This so podcast. have you ever wanted to smoke a blunt, but like it wasn't enough? Or you know how your father-in-law will sometimes pull out a nice illegal Cuban cigar and like, <laughs> why is that okay? And not a weed cigar. So we bring you Whack and Miles. Yes, ah. that's right. Whack and Miles. Normally, don't inhale a cigar, but with Whack and Miles, that's all you should do, baby. <laughs> Just put on your Panama hat, watch the sun go down over the lake, and take a deep draw of a Whack and Mild. You'll go feel far- like a white man with a pension, but oh, so relaxed. Whack and Mild. Oh, that's my pager. It says housekeeping. <laughs> oh my god, are they here already? Yeah. I didn't pre-clean for them yet. <laughs> well, they're gonna hang out for a while. Get ready. <laughs> so if you like this podcast, and how could you not? You're probably high right now. <laughs> make sure you rate and review and subscribe to this and all the Thwarp Inc. family of podcasts. That's T H W O R P I N C. We bring you uh fun, diverse content. Some of it's family friendly. Most of it is not. <laughs> and tell your friends, listen to this. Listen to this. We, they, diverse uh, interests like ghosts and weed and... Uh, maraschino pizza. Maraschino pizza. <laughs> Absolutely. That all sounds like the ravings of an extremely high person. So yes. Just recommend to your stoner friends. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, clearly I was a very stoner child. This, You know what? This show would be a good show to listen to, like, Get a little bit high, not too high, a little bit high, and just kind of put it on. Let your mind expand. Yeah. To all of the ghost possibilities. <laughs> so let's no, get those. A, that sounds like a bad ask, idea. <laughs> ask the important questions. questions. Uh, I see what you guys did there. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay. If you were to be a contestant on The Amazing Race, who would you want as your partner? Not CC Basile. Hey. <laughs> I'm good at everything except heights. I would feel bad about anyone saddled with me <laughs> on the Amazing Race. Honestly. So, so your answer is an enemy. <laughs> yes, someone I didn't want to win a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm actually the perfect Amazing Race. You would be great on the Amazing Race, like yeah. partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think you and JW have talked about it in the past that you would maybe be each other's partners. Yeah, he's also talked about Chris Pappas because then Southern I mean, comedians. I, better one. <laughs> but no, I think a, I'd probably want. Well, I was saying I probably want you, Alexander, or I'd want one of those seasons where they pair up like complete strangers. Mm, I just feel like I'm a really well-rounded competitor, like not scared of heights, can swim, good at puzzles. Drive. <laughs> Drives. I know some languages. I'm good at directions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, can I don't do the ha- physical challenges. Not a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm you crafty. You just need to bring someone who can like eat some of the stuff that you might not be able to handle. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and someone that's like good at like there's also like cooking and crafts and stuff like that. that yeah, happen. I've got some of that. I'm just mm. I'm trying to think where what my weakness would be. I guess I don't have any. Getting along with people. <laughs> I mean, that's that's <laughs> the one thing that is not gonna be fun. Whoever's paired up with me, I will get angry with you if you fuck up. Mm. Mm. Or so. even if you don't, <laughs> you have a short fuse sometimes when it comes to stuff. Mm. It, especially when you're competitive. Mm. When you're competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of me thinks that I would just pick my husband because I know that we travel really well together. Which is not always the case. Exactly. No. But like, yeah. we would just both be so miserable. <laughs> Do you remember the one season of Amazing Race where there was um, the gay couple who just for one challenge was just like, we're not going to do this and like went to a luxury mall yes. instead and then ended up like winning that episode, like winning their yep. leg. Like yep. that's oh, what I what? ended up doing. <laughs> yep. I've only seen one season of the whole thing and it's when they had uh, like um, social media influencers or whatever. Oh, God, on. why was that the one season you picked? Because JW uh, decided I needed to watch a season and that was one that he hadn't seen. Um, so he saddled Chris. Yeah, <laughs> he sabotaged you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's not really much to talk about, but I did love that there was one. Uh, I think they were just engaged, mm -hmm. but a couple that have been together for a while that seemed to, like we thought they were going to dance a couple, right? Yeah, they were. They were legitimately going to kill each other at some points. This was this was a pair. They were not. I think I misspoke. I don't think they were both gay, but they were not a couple. Mm. They were just oh. really good friends, and um. They like hated roughing it, especially one of them. Their names are Danny and Oswald. And in a certain episode, they were just like, no, we are over this. We're going to go get a Frappuccino. We're going to go smell some cologne. We're going to take a day off and somehow still ended up like winning that leg. <laughs> and it was perfect. <laughs> so I feel like the first episode, Bob and I would just be like, you know what? No. Nah. Like, depending <laughs> where you got flown, you're like, like, hey, we just got a free trip to Spain. Like, exactly yeah. when they when we still get to like travel around the whole time yeah they can't reveal before the season who got kicked off first so wait is that true that even uh people that get uh eliminated still do the traveling i honestly don't know you uh, have to be sequestered yeah. so you're either oh, right. you either stay in that country or you they fly you back and you're in a hotel so it's still a vacation Ooh. Yep. So essentially, the best idea is just stay in it as long, until you get to a country that you want to hang out in for a while. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, I've never been to Turkey. Let's spend some time here. <laughs> but no, I would I would feel bad for anyone saddled with me. I'm not athletic enough. I'm good at the puzzles. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I do think I'm a good travel companion. Like, I can diffuse situations pretty quickly. And like, mm. I think I would laugh off other people. Yeah, you'd be pretty level-headed. <laughs> yes. But like, I don't drive. I'm not good at heights. <laughs> yeah. I would not recommend myself for the amazing race. <laughs> <laughs> my friend keeps dating my exes and doesn't even tell me he's doing it. I found out recently that he so far he's dated or gone out with at least six guys after I went out with them. What's happening here? A single white female situation. <laughs> A very specific kink. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Let's go into that more. Maybe he just treats you as like his own personal like dating, dating service, vetting service. Yeah, they don't ever have to like go out. They're like, okay, who are they dating? Cool. It's like, I'm really, you know what? I'm really tired of these apps. I'm really tired of swiping. So I'll just, just see who you date, how long it lasts, and then just proximity. It's like proximity, but just like, well, this is easier. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe they're 
de- uh, deciding like how long they'll date them based on how long you dated them. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that was three months. That one's probably pretty good. Or like that was <laughs> just like two weeks. Oh, well, I'll just, it'll just be like a quick one time. They're thing. just ultra competitive with you. And they're like, oh, you dated them for three months. I'm going three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just two weeks more. <laughs> exactly. It's like the person at the auction who's like $400 and, and five cents. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the price is right? <laughs> <laughs> or the specific kink is that your friend gets really hot talking shit about you. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I like So this. they only pick people <laughs> who, have, who know you and like might not like you as much anymore and are willing to talk shit like in bed before they hook up. Yeah, I, there's a lot of details to that. I have that a new help. theory. <laughs> your friend works for the CIA. You mm-hmm. are being like watched and they are actually they're not dating your exes they're gathering info on you and intel and this is the best way to do it as we all know and there's a really easy way for you to figure this out which is you date someone you plant random facts about yourself (gasps) with them and then see if your friend starts bringing those things up to you yes case closed (laughs) you just got a spy how's the best way to respond to a heckler have we ever been heckled I yeah, don't think so. Only oh, mildly, did you? though. Oh, yeah. Think you did? When? Yeah. Yeah. Like, my friend Cole used to like to heckle us when he came to the yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, that. Okay. Yeah. But that's like kind heckling. <laughs> it was. I mean, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my defense is I get gayer and meaner. Love okay. that. I like, I like up it. Even up from my character in in shows. <laughs> Which is just, always just angry and gay. And then to stop it, if they like don't get the hint, you go like, ha, 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 all right, ignoring you. Like you just kind of, you have to at some point decide they're not worthy, I mm. think. That's just good advice generally. I mean, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, because at a certain point you're like, haha, that was fun. Leave it you. Like, yeah. yeah, I have a job to do. <laughs> and you're not it. Nope. Bye-bye. Nope. Heck yeah, we've never been heckled by anyone truly. No, like <laughs> out to get us. I there's a thing. I guess in my mind, in a way, like what really stands out as a heckler is someone who kind of stops whatever show is happening from continuing as it was. That that's just kind of the way I think about it. Mm. It's like it, because people can yell things at the stage or whatever, but if you don't respond to it. No, is that's that... still that's still heckling. Okay. Yeah, there's all sorts of levels of heckling. I think there's malicious heckling and then like just excited mm-hmm. dumb heckling. D- drunk yeah. heckling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is what happened one show you had to check on a person because they started crying? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sad heckling. Yeah. <laughs> where I had to give a tissue. <laughs> It was a very moving performance. <laughs> it was. It was just that moment like, are you like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. What happens in a small theater? <laughs> Get ready. Yeah, I think is, uh, you, I think if you fall into the trap of too much response, they're getting what they want. It's like a belief. Yes. Yeah. Or, you that's you have to use like. it to like propel you forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. In your own thing. Because there have yeah. been some comedian like, bits i've seen where it's like oh you just got me like mean mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. now not funny now everyone just feels uncomfortable and no one wants to laugh anymore okay so, and like so, you just have to understand whatever the power differential is 
Yeah. Yeah. Also. So it sounds like Alexander, the best way to respond to heckler is just compliment them. Just be nice. No. Aggressive. Throw them off the guard. Well, it, it's what I did when I played football. <laughs> oh, seriously. That is a tactic for trash talk. Yeah. That's when uh, when I was a lineman, uh, like because it was fucking high school and everyone sucks, uh, like other opposing teams linemen would be like saying things under their breath, like trying to get you off your game. And I just go up and say, how are you doing today? That's cool. And then ball hiked and then ran into them. See, this is very similar to the homophobic um, homophobic actions of MMA fighters where they, like, kiss each other to, like, oh, kiss them. Oh, to face Where they, like, them. Yeah. no, they actually, they'll be like, mm, 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 and then they just go. Like, <laughs> like on the so mouth? weird. Yeah. You'll sometimes see them, like, get up in each other's faces and one of them will be like, <laughs> to just, like, really get at them. But I just want to see full making out next time. No yeah. little, yeah, no little pass on. on the kiss. What are you really trying to do? Yeah. We're not suggest doing that with a heckler, though. <laughs> no. Unless they're, like, sexy. And you're just like, hey, get up in your face. Sexy heckler. Sexy heckler. Your heckling was the consent. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> if you discovered a great restaurant that seems pretty unknown... Would you tell others about it or keep it as a secret so it doesn't get too popular? That seems to indicate that I have so much reach. <laughs> <laughs> that... Well, I mean, Alexander, we are great influencers. That's the three exactly of us here. what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like the five people I would tell. <laughs> when I post it and two people like it. <laughs> um, I, I do understand wanting a thing you love not to become too popular, though. Yeah. yeah. There's a, I think, but at that point, you just learn what time to go to that place. Yeah. Because yeah. I loved establishments that are really popular, but I would avoid that by just going at 10.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah, and yeah. also to pre-establish. Okay, here you, what you do. Here's what you do. You pre-establish a relationship with the place, right? Mm -hmm. So that mm -hmm. even when it is busy or whatever... If you come in, they're like, hey, there's that person that we yep. really, truly like. And we're going to, yeah. like, yeah, make it happen. Yeah. Like, uh, one restaurant that Alexander and I went to before all this happened, and I'm not going to say the name because I don't want them to blow up even more than they already have. <laughs> um, but we apparently, the, the server really liked us and, like, the management seemed to like us. And so they specifically gave us a card and had us like, hey, go talk to the, uh, the hostess before you leave. And basically, they put us on a secret, like, call-in. What they called the bat list. phone. Yeah. Ooh. Where basically, it's that you contact that if you want a reservation, it'll do their best to get you in. But even better, like, you call this one number if you're planning on coming in, like, that night or anything. And they'll do their best to, like, put something aside specifically for you. Nice. Like, it's... It's they a gave really us little, amazing thing. They gave us little pins. Oh, yeah. Like, they knew what they were doing in a way that, like, we already had a great time there. And, the, and it we made had us to call, really want to go back. We had to call at the state. Like, we had to stand oh, at yeah. the host station and call the number from the phone. Wow. Yeah, so that we don't give the number out to other people. Yeah. It's, Your it's, VIP exclusives. Yeah. yeah, it was a fascinating Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I had I have a couple places where just I know people just by virtue of working in the service industry who will treat me very well when I go in. Right. And um, recently, we went to pick up takeout from the bar that like was my neighborhood bar, 
and we hadn't seen them in months we get the food and we're about to leave and they're like no no no, no you know we're not gonna let you leave like that and they like start pouring us <laughs> shots and i was like yeah i'm uh i'm six months pregnant and there's nothing like two like 28 year old hipster male bartenders finding out that their regular is pregnant and not knowing what to do. <laughs> There's like, I guess I'm pouring the shot back. <laughs> I was like, please, you take it. It's like club soda with bitters, I guess. <laughs> it was very sweet, but it was also very funny. <laughs> a maraschino cherry. Can I have a garnish? Like yeah, can you say bowl of garnishes? Yes. <laughs> Man, this is a nice bar. I could have just been walking out with like a fistful of candy ginger. Yum. I mean, awesome. I love that. Some <laughs> of the good... Some of the good maraschinos, those dark yeah. ruby oh, maraschinos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want your you want to root for the businesses that you like. Yeah, you want them to stay in business. Yeah. and just like this podcast, you want to tell people because we'll always have room <laughs> in our hearts for but the OGs. Like, if, if you treat the establishment well, they're probably going to treat you well back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, oh. This is- I oh. took a big, that was, oh, you know when you take a, oh, and you can't stop oh, coughing? Man, is, oh, <laughs> well, I guess that's the end. This is terrible radio. So, Someone's going to put fake coughing on their resume. <laughs> for the pitch cast. I've been Alexander Price. One day, I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. Robin. Kermit Sethew is Robin. Good night. <laughs> And fuck on. <laughs> <laughs>